How's it going, everyone? Happy first day of autumn. It <laughs> I is. I going to say August. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? It could be any month you want it to be at this time. Um, yeah, we are having our first day of fall. So for those of you who are in a place where there's seasons, enjoy the blessings of the beautiful crunchy leaves and the beautiful autumn leaves and all of it changing. Yep. I grew up like that. But you also have some of the downfalls of autumn from clogged gutters. Uh, which you probably haven't experienced. I don't know about that. Or having to pick up leaves, but you can't mow the leaves because then they all get choppy and what it's a big deal. What about raking the leaves? You can rake the leaves, but when, you know, my house when I grew up was on a 0.25 acre lot. Even though there was the house in the pool, it was still quite the mm. job. And um, the, the negative also is if you don't have a community that's all committed to keeping it clean where my dad has an issue because he goes out and cleans the leaves, but then if the wind blows from either side and the neighbors haven't cleaned their leaves, then those leaves blow into his yard, and that's... It's a thing. It's a thing, it's you know? It's a thing. So anyway, on the positive note, it's probably beautiful in some places where you're watching this with the changing leaves. Um, so enjoy that and have a little fun. Look at the raking of leaves as exercise, and this way you can look at it in a positive way. You know what I did real quick since we're in Florida and we don't have autumn here? I used the, the fall filter on TikTok, and I was in celebration, and it oh, looked yeah, that was so really cool. cool. I was like, if only. But we I think fall. there's some places in Florida that definitely will change because it's not all palm trees because when we were looking for places to live i remember going to certain cities being like this doesn't remind me of florida but that was me being naive and only seeing florida as like the palm tree area but florida is but a the climate's still the same though so it, we won't see the change in leaves or oh yeah i think you need the climate <laughs> change you need weather well, anyone in florida did, did, may, <laughs> Do you no see no the trees change okay <laughs> Um, but let's go ahead and hop into today's episode. Welcome everyone to the Freddie and Alyssa show. If you're new to the channel, like, subscribe, all that fun YouTube stuff. Drop a comment down. Ask some questions if you'd like. It always gives us topics yeah. to like chat about. Here I am, almost 200 episodes, changing my opening. If you are watching on Facebook and you want to leave a like on the page, that would be awesome because a like on the page is different than a like on the video, but that's a whole other topic. <laughs> You're doing well, and if you're babe. listening on a platform like iTunes, hello out there. If you want to leave us a five-star review, which is different than liking and subscribing on the other platforms, but means something different on iTunes, and you want to write how well we're doing and how good the opening is, feel free if you think we deserve it. We've been putting up content for four years. It probably doesn't look like it, but I promise <laughs> this November is our four-year anniversary, and we couldn't be doing what we love without the help of all of you tuning in every week supporting the show. So thank you. And I think because I did this last wow. week, I'm going to give it another go. Wow. So today's sponsor is Lugs, L-U-G-Z, Lugs. Let's head back to the golden age of the 90s, where we grew up, hey. 90s kids. That was when the fun and stylish Lugs brand first found its footing as a leader within the footwear and fashion space. Fast forward to today, and Lugs is crushing it, offering a full range of stylish footwear, footwear for the entire family. With the holidays coming up, we just mentioned it's autumn. The holidays are gonna be here very, very soon. So let's start our pre-holiday shopping early. And we can do that by heading to Lugs, L-U-G-Z.com, Lugs.com to find the most versatile and stylish boots and canvas looks. You'll have to explain the canvas looks to me later. <laughs> the amazing news. 
we've got 30% off discount code for you. You can use this code on any full priced item. So a note, if it's a clearance item, it will not work, but on any full priced item, you can receive 30% off by using the code FreddieAlyssa30. Again, that's FreddieAlyssa30 at checkout for 30% off. So you can head to lugs, L-U-G-Z.com and use FreddieAlyssa30 at checkout for 30% off. So thank you, Lugs, and happy early shopping to all of you out there. Enjoy the 30% off. Wow, You might babe. not believe it, but I need some coffee. <laughs> really wet that whistle today. I have to say, you have got me rolling this morning. I literally couldn't compose, keep my composure. Now there's a few there's a few reasons, okay? <laughs> it could be chalked up to a good night's sleep. It could be chalked up to circumstances. It could be chalked chalked up to day 35 of the whole 30 diet. Oh, it could be chalked up to many things. And now everyone is stepping back saying, "Please, he's not going to talk about the whole 30 diet today." <laughs> and guess what? You're right. I'm not. I'm kidding. I'm in a joking mood. Um, Tell us all about it. Okay, here's my quick question. With the whole 30. You said you're on day 35, but they call I it the whole 30. What's that about? Well, I should be in the reintroducing phase. So so I'm not just going to talk about how much I've loved it, but now there's like a little extra things to add to the story because I wouldn't bore you with the same exact facts of how much I love it. But there's, there's something new. I'm supposed to be reintroducing foods to my diet. So you're supposed to do the 30 days so you can get rid of those like cravings for sugars and all those bad habits and build a better relationship with food, which has happened. Um, but I'm liking it so much that I didn't want to reintroduce food, but their whole point is that you should try gluten-free alcohol one day, then go back to Whole30. Then you should try dairy for one day, then go back. Gluten-free alcohol? Yeah, like, I think that's like... Is that Tito's? That's like Tito's vodka or like tequila. Um, but they're, they're basically tequila. trying to, to see what... Because if you're, if you're eating whatever, if you're having processed... If you have McDonald's, beer vodka, dairy, if you have all these things in one day and you're bloated or you don't sleep well or you're foggy, you don't know what caused it. Hmm. So with the reintroducing phase, you should try one thing every other day to see if there's something that negatively reacts to your body. That's interesting. But for me, I'm, I'm just kind of like, if I just am on this train of no dairy, it's going to help me make better decisions because if I'm kind of eating whatever, then I might have the pizza. So I'm not really doing it right, but I am talking to somebody because Whole30 actually... Um, reached out to me, which is really cool. This is like mm -hmm. one of the first times that like a really big company with a huge social following saw something I was doing because I actually have a friend on Instagram who's working with the marketing department. Him and I have been chatting um, every now and then on Instagram for years, hmm. probably like five or six years. And he's the demar. Anyway, long story short, he put me in touch with the PR agent. So I think I might be doing something with Whole30. It's a little early in the process, but I thought it was really cool because they're looking for more male testimonials okay um that's cool and so we're i don't really know we're gonna hop on a call and just kind of see what we can put together and collaborate on um but well so just quickly for people who are watching this you did the whole 30 you're obviously on your day 35 what have you seen differently how do you feel how about skin how about you know mood emotion sleep everything has improved really yeah but I also, but and I will say this, and I might be collaborating with Whole30, and I know it's actually, it's 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 different. I've never gone this extreme of like eliminating everything. But I wow. think the just psychological hack that if it's Whole30 or if it's calorie counting or if it's keto, if there's any sort, Weight Watchers, Adkins, 
the what's it called the south beach diet oh, yeah. whatever it is i think there's something that happens inside of you when you're on a plan and you're making the the sacrifice and you're staying disciplined and you're achieving your goal it does something for your overall psyche. Mm -hmm. So I feel I've just been happier. I've been more grateful. I've just been in a really good space because I'm accomplishing something. So even if I have a bad day in work, if I have a bad day in whatever it may be, when my head hits the pillow, I say this all the time, I can go, you know what? Today, this didn't happen, this didn't happen, or this happened, but I stuck to a diet. Mm -hmm. And if if I just do this every day, I'm getting healthier. It's better for my my heart. It's better for my weight. It's better for my confidence, my skin, all that kind of stuff. So it's kind of like if your life needs a little perking up, focusing on a diet and sticking to it yeah. or on an exercise regimen, you can at least go to bed at night if your life is chaotic going, I at least did this. And mm. this is huge because it's very hard to do. Yep. But yeah, the bloating has, has gone away. My cravings, I don't really get like instantly hungry where I'm like have to drop everything and like tear through a crowd of people just to grab a donut. Um, <laughs> it kind of comes on, it kind of comes on slowly where my body's kind of like, hey, I need a little fuel right now. And I'm like, I should probably cook. And then I eat a little bit and then I'm full. And I also can't overeat. Mm -hmm. The reason we overeat is because things taste so good. Yeah. After you eat a serving or two of mixed berries, you are stuffed. Yeah. You can't eat more. Yeah. But I could sit and eat 12 Krispy Kreme donuts easy because well. it feels so good. Anyway, so we'll keep you posted on that. But um, but I got to say too, I'm very proud of you for sticking with it. I can just see as a whole, you're feeling good. You're looking great. You know, so that's, that's amazing that you did that. So kudos for you. And then also kind of on the wellness train, today I am getting my first facial in probably five years. Have you ever had a facial? I haven't. I'm very terrified of You're anything terri touching my face. He is weird about that. What, what's a, what is a facial? Is that where they like, like burn your skin? No. So they go in, they'll do extractions what to is help that? with clog clogged pores. So, you know, if you have like blackheads on your face or you have dead skin. So how do they do that? Um, well, they usually have little tools and they do a lot of massaging too that helps with lymphatic drainage, which is kind of all the craze right now. You know, all those jade rollers, yeah. you see people doing that. It, it gives you like a bloat around your face. This is a real thing. So they say with lymphatic drainage, they have these special massages that you do. Um, it's really interesting. And it so, drains fluid in your face? Yeah. So I'm going to ask her to do that today, but I'm going to see everything. I, I It's been so long since I've had one and I've, it's always good to keep your skin glowing and healthy because I feel like my pores can get really clogged because of makeup. Yeah. And I feel a lot more lately I've been having full faces of makeup and you just wash your face and you're like, no, you know, because think about that, that gets into your pores. Yeah. So I'll be interested to try this out today. I'm going to kind of share on stories what I'm thinking and feeling because it's been a long time and I haven't had many facials in my life because... Of the same reason you probably haven't. I'm a little weird with people touching my face. So we'll see how it goes. I know some people who just swear by facials weekly. It's like they have to do it. So we'll, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I, I'm, uh, I think that's going to be interesting. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm so weird with my, with my face. Like one of my biggest pet peeves, like it's, it'll, like no, no one really does this, but there's like, like my, my grandma did it when I was home and it's different because it's grandma and she loves me. Right. But like when people grab my face, I go like, where were your hands? You're touching my face. Like I never touch my face. Like I, I just did that on my beard area and like, it's fine. But like someone else touched my face too, not too long ago either. And I was just like, 
and you don't know what to say like it comes off super rude it'd be like hey like don't touch my face but i'll like go to the bathroom like put water on it because i don't want like people's hands on my face and i don't dry my face when i get out of the shower right so i use the towel on my whole body but i won't put the because i use a towel maybe four or five days so i don't want to have that like your body on your face yeah so i let my face drip dry so i never ever use the towel on my face so i'm very particular. see i have little towels that say makeup on it and that's the only thing i'll use on my face i won't use my body towel but how did you feel when you were working in tv and people are putting makeup on well, I had to deal with that. I mean, there there was only like maybe one time I let them put moisturizer on, but for the most part, everybody knew like bare minimum. Just put on because I never had much makeup. It was kind of just like um, evening the tone yeah. more than it is like giving me color. Um, hmm. It was more just like because like there's a huge difference when you cover up eyes. Yeah. Where it's like smooth, like you look so much brighter. Yeah. So there would be a lot of under eye thing, which took me a while to get used to because she would dab under my eyes. Oh, you probably hated that. But then, yeah, I I didn't used to have much. So it was just like toning it out so that it wasn't like a little red up here. Yeah. So it was evening it out. But yeah. Even when it comes to sunscreen, though, I have this really special sunscreen I wear just for my face. It's specific, but you're so scared to try it. (laughs) Well, I'm, I'm starting to realize, though, that I need to because we're in the mm-hmm. sun so much and my yeah. face is getting red and I, that can't be good. So I'm going to try that one sure. or do some research and find one. But I just I want to start it on my forehead and just make sure nothing happens. Then I'll try one of my cheeks. And then once I know it's good, I'll use it. <laughs> well, I don't think there's a facial in your near future, but we never know. You want to hear something that I do want to do in the cosmetic what? world? But this is later. See, Alyssa has a different priority list than I do. And like beauty... And comfort is like at the top for her of like where to spend money. And this is when people say like, where do you disagree? Like these are compromises that I make. And I understand that this is my, my wife who loves to look her best. And that's where she spends money for me. (laughs) Even all the time working on days when I was making good money, I never, I never could muster up the idea of ever spending money on a massage or anything that was like beauty related because I was always like, oh, I don't need this. I would spend my money on experiences, travel, dinner, like those kind of moments. But she's always like, no, nails, eyebrows, hair, facial. But when I get to a point where I feel comfortable with extra money, you know, um, I want to do laser treatment, Mm. uh, hair removal. Okay. Because I would love to do like a straight line on my hair in the back, like on the neck. Yeah. I've seen some people do it here so that you never have to shave like here. And then just like parts of my back because hair on the back will never be sexy. <laughs> but hair on the chest, I think is. I and like I that. like it. Yeah. I actually like that. Yeah. But on the back, it's not bad, but it's definitely gotten, I've, be, I've accumulated older. more as I've sure. gotten older. I had no hair on my back in my 20s. But but I think that's gonna be like probably like a four trip thing I have to do. But that's in the future. Right. So I would do something like that. Well, so I don't know if you recall, but this summer and kind of the spring too, it started. I did laser uh, hair removal on my legs and my arms, and I didn't pay for this. Excuse me, it was a collaboration. So I had that experience, and generally they say it will take four to six sessions. I only did three, and I've noticed such a big difference but it takes a little bit of time for it to work because 
it's, it's laser, but it's so nice being a woman because I used to shave my legs every day. Like I'm, I'm always crazy about that. Yeah. Obviously, I'm a Leo. I'm very specific with my beauty routine. So I hated, hated, hated shaving my legs every day. And it's been really nice because I feel like I go two weeks and then you kind of look. But you know what's interesting about laser? It only works if you have dark hair. So if it's lighter hair, it doesn't work, which I found interesting because like on my arms, I feel I have lighter hair. And so sometimes I'll see that where it, like you see right there, all the light hair. Yeah, but, but doesn't it get, doesn't it, how does the color of the hair make the difference? I don't know. They but, literally said that? Uh-huh. She told me this specific machine, maybe it's different with other lasers, but the one I used has to do something with the pigmentation that maybe it doesn't pick up. So for you, it'll be great, but... It's only yeah. for dark hair. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, I think I'll probably try some stuff. Like, I've definitely noticed, like, a difference as I've gotten older. Like, there's... Um, and, and I think... And, and because of some, some places like TikTok, you're really getting a... Um, a huge outlook on on millennials on gen z on, yeah. on every uh generation of things that they're talking about things that are going viral because that's the other thing if you see a viral video of six million views it's because people are watching it yeah and if you look at the comments and it's not like a controversial video which is creating that but an actual just like tip like when you brush your teeth you're not supposed to rinse your mouth out with water and spit it out you're supposed to brush your teeth spit it out and let the fluoride sit on your teeth so what? we've been doing this wrong. And my dentist actually told me that just three weeks ago, when you brush your teeth, he's like, like after you spit out and he goes, just spit a few times, but don't rinse it with water. Let the fluoride what? settle in. And I heard that on TikTok a while ago, but videos like that, my point is, is that good stuff gets out there and you learn a lot, but you're hearing about millennials and there is a significant, significant switch of the youth goes away in your like late 20s into your mid 30s <laughs> where i'm very aware i always like to state this i know that i'm super young and with technology we have a true shot of like living another 80 to 100 years i know i'm young but the youth factor of like just certain things changing in your body yeah. you're starting to notice like there's like there's times that i'll look and i just see something and i go I was like, wow. I was like, this is the start of it. Like yeah. no one would ever notice but me, but I can see when I'm 60, how this skin on this part of my arm will probably look a certain way. And you start, <laughs> I know exactly you start noticing little changes that I go, I never noticed this before. So I'm going to be open to use all this beautiful yeah. technology and, and try to make myself, you know, stay, you know, youthful and look young and, and try all these things. But I love the idea of Stretch Lab. Yeah. Um, they have one here in Orlando. They have one in LA. I don't know how big Stretch Lab is, but you pay, I think it's 50 bucks for 50 minutes and a professional just goes and stretches you, which I think now that I'm getting older is such an important mm -hmm. thing is staying flexible will help prevent injuries. Right. Having massages. So that's ideal. Where I want to spend money one day is like, a massage or a stretch lab once a week or twice a week when we have like extra 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 money because i think that's the most important thing of keeping yeah. your body healthy i just feel at least for me in my late 20s is when you really start seeing just little differences in your body when it comes to aging you know maybe it's fine lines and wrinkles maybe it's parts of your body whatever it is you know for guys maybe they're losing their hair maybe they're getting gray salt and peppers and it's it's an interesting feeling because like you said, I know we're very young, but at the same time, you're kind of like, whoa, 
like this is different what's happening and so it's just it's interesting it's life it's different seasons of life to do but I'm just saying you know that you, there's so much you can do and you can invest in in your health physically your wellness mentally and then if you want to do cosmetic stuff there's that too so it's just really interesting as you get older to kind of see what's important to you and what's important to people because everyone's different yeah no I, I definitely do and, and I think the I think that's just kind of where where anyone can start is what we have at our fingertips which is you know and I, I'm on my high horse right now because I'm 35 days in but I was like smashing burgers and beers just six weeks ago so you right, can take right. this advice lightly but since I'm on this health you know kick right now it's like that's what we can really do for longevity of like feeling good, good for your skin, and then also just working on your emotions mm -hmm. and how to control your emotions. And like even watching like a lot of these um, these other videos too coming out where they, they've now made the name Karen. It's like oh, the Karen. But you do see these people in certain circumstances where they're yelling at each other in public. And some of them are warranted, but most of them aren't. And it, it just shows me just like, just like what like you have nothing else like if something's bothering me i just in the grocery store i just want to even if somebody like were to walk by and like call me a name randomly i've been learning to train myself to like not allow any outside information whether it's a comment whether it's a person whether it's any sort of energy to affect me because it's happening outside of my body right. it has nothing to do with me unless i'm being physically or you're being physically like where it's a problem, right. that's different. Right. But if someone yells at me or this and that, it's like, I don't want to use my energy and even address it. Mm -hmm. it's, it has nothing to do with me. Mm -hmm. I just want to grab my peppers and leave the store. Right. Like I don't want to engage. Same right. thing with comments. Like there are people who have all these long fights and it's like, that's how you're spending your time. Like there's so many other incredible things you could be doing with your time than arguing with people. Yeah. And there are certain times that I'm still not good at. I think it's probably going to be a practice that I have to do forever because you naturally feel attacked in road rage, on comments. It's kind of the same thing where you feel attacked, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting used to just being like, imagine this wasn't about me. Right. Like this isn't about me. Like that comment has to do more with them than it does with me. Yeah. I'm not a part of this. Yeah. And it's really made me feel great. So I'm just trying to not sweat the small stuff. I'm trying to just let everything go. I'm trying to just live more in the moment. But I'm, I'm at least aware now. Yeah. You know, before I used to just be like, whatever. Mm -hmm. I would blow my top. I would, you know, do the, like the blow craziest shit. <laughs> so now it's just a constant practice. But I feel like when you're more at peace every day, when you're working on your body, when you're feeling good, it just creates a better experience. And when you find other people or people online or books that all kind of go with that same vibe, you can create your own lifestyle and your own reality around positive, healthy thoughts, people, and your entire experience of life can change because yeah. we create it. Like I refuse to be a part of a life that someone else created. Like we create our own reality. We share the planet, but how we see people, how we react to situations is completely up to us. And it's just a constant work in progress, but it's it's really fascinating, and I really like thinking about other people and how I can be better. I love that. You know, it's kind of a perfect segue because this morning I 
was looking through a bunch of Wednesday motivational quotes. That's one of my favorite things to do. I, I'll do it on Pinterest, Twitter, and it just kind of gets my mindset in the right spot. So I wanted to see if I could read a couple of them to you. Yeah, I love see that. See how you feel, if there are any you know, examples, maybe how you've used it in your life. Good quotes always get your mind thinking. Yes, definitely. Okay, so here's a, one that I like. The key to success is to start before you're ready. Do you agree with that? Yes. So what's a time in your life where you feel like you started before you were ready? All the time. All the time. Yeah. That Well, because starting before you're ready is basically um, is, is going right to A activity. Because we've, we've always, we, we wrote in our book a, a chapter, which we love because we've noticed through coaching for years of just seeing certain hesitations with people. And I think a lot of people get caught in C activity, which is more procrastination or research, but it's a comfort zone because you're learning. So you feel like you're doing, but you're not actually doing. Mm. It's like you wanting to start baseball and you're reading books and rewatching games and you're learning about the position and the plays and the greats. And, yeah. and so that's all C activity. Even though you're you're knowing it, you are getting not one lick better at throwing, catching, or hitting a baseball. So yeah. that's A activity. So I think it's a balance of both. Don't get caught in full-time personal development or full-time reading or full-time this. You have to it, you have to go to the gym and if all you know is walking on the treadmill, do that. And then when you come home, go on YouTube or read books about health and fitness. But don't just sit for six weeks yeah. and read about yeah. health and fitness while you're not doing a push-up or a jumping jack. Like at mm. least start before you're ready and then incorporate learned experience with reading experience, yeah. learning from others. Yeah. Don't just do one or the other. Yes. You kind of need both as a perfect marriage. I feel too for me, I've really put this quote to use in my real estate career because there have been oh, yeah. so many times and so many things that have come up where we really just dove in head first, you know what I mean? And it's really fun because every now and then when I'm doing something new that I haven't done in real estate, I get that feeling of like, oh gosh, like a little like nerves. And, and I love that feeling because it lets me know my body's telling me, hey, I'm not comfortable. I haven't done this before. Like, hold on. And that's a good thing because that means I'm pushing myself and stepping out of my comfort zone. But don't you feel like even though the state um, uh, requires C activity, before the A activity, yes. but do you feel that you learned more from the moment you got your license and implemented it than you did the actual C activity of learning all the behind the scenes stuff? 100% because when you're doing and studying for the state test, it's the laws, it's the fundamentals, which make perfect sense. You need to have that knowledge and know that, but then when, once you get into the field, I mean, no one teaches you anything there. And that's why it's so important that you get with a great brokerage or have a wonderful mentor, take courses, because there are many available. But as much as you're going to learn and read and do all of that, it's getting your feet wet and really getting in the field because there have been so many things that I know now because I've done it. Not because I read it, but because I've done it. So 100%, it's just really interesting. I was telling someone this story the other day because you study for the test and you're like, Oh yeah, you know, I'm going to need to know that if a house is built before 1978, then I have to give them the lead-based paint pamphlet. You know, like Yeah. I haven't done that yet, but those are the little things that make me laugh, but I get why you have to know but that. But now you know that. Exactly. So it's a little of both. Yeah. I'm 
absolutely. You, you need to know yeah. what they're teaching you. But at the same time, I think they're also vetting you to make sure, hey, are you a serious individual who can really study and absorb this type of information? And all of the laws are wildly imperative because you're selling real estate, real property. A lot of money, a lot of people, a lot yes. of laws, a lot yes. of regulations. Yes. But all, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think it's... um. And to give you like an example too, in case someone's asking about the A, B, and C activity, yeah. I also think there's just variables when it comes to um, what line of work you're in. It's it's really hard these days, especially since there's so much advice on the internet. It's really hard these days to give blanket pieces of advice, or even if you were gonna, um, or even if real estate agent was gonna give you an hour of coaching, where do you start? You know, like how do you know that you're gonna be working on a VA loan? It might take you six years before you do that. How do you know you're going to have a zoning issue or a new build? Like, how do you know? So it's like you kind of just have to do A, B, and C activity. Yep. But the big advice that I feel is always, if not maybe 99% of the time, is that so many people stay on B and C and just dabble with A when you need to do all. And to give you an example, like if you wanted to start a YouTube channel and you wanted to do reviews on movies... Um, C activity would be sitting around watching movies, um, going on YouTube, watching other people do reviews, going on Rotten Tomatoes, learning about the movies. So that's all C activity. You're learning, but it's not, it, you're not getting any closer to any sort of success. Mm -hmm. B activity would be you changing your second bedroom into a studio. So you're going to Target and buying a desk. You're buying the right video equipment. You're doing research on the video equipment. You're putting up posters and vintage artwork in the background and building your set. Still needs to happen. Yep. But the A activity, if you say, I want to be a movie reviewer, that day before the C and B, why not go on and go, hey, everyone, I'm Freddie. I'm doing movie reviews. I'm here on my cell phone. I want to talk about one of my favorite movies, The Departed. It was in this year. These are the scenes that I loved. And subscribe to my channel. I'm going to be putting out one every week, and I'm going to learn as I go. And I want to thank you. Comment below what movie you'd like me to review. And post it to YouTube. Yep. Now you've done a activity. Then when it's done at night, then you go and build you're set. Yep. Then you go and listen to more. But so many people will spend months on C and B and never just post. Yep. Just do it. Go to the gym. Post the video. Well, and that a activity. reminds me too with A, B, and C activity. They're all imperative, of course, but you really should live within the A. And even for me, a great example in real estate is I had um, wanted to do some mail outs. And I think I might've mentioned that on the podcast. And so my C activity was researching, you know, what's going to be great, letting people in this neighborhood know, Hey, I sold this house for this price. This was the listing. This was the sale price, you know, X amount of dollars over asking. You have to do the research and see what's mm -hmm. going to look good. Then B activity was sitting and designing and you really helped with the activity. <laughs> and then a activity was physically getting them and addressing and sending them out. And even when I was sending them out and addressing them and I finally got all the addresses and everything, I still was a little like nervous. It's because you're like, Oh gosh, I'm actually doing it. Putting yourself out there. Yeah. So it's just so funny how, you know, sometimes you just got to rip the bandaid off and just go for it and live in that a activity, get yourself prepped, but just freaking do it. Just start. That's one of the best pieces of advice that we've learned. Just start, baby. You have to start. And, and, and you're also not alone these days. Mm -hmm. Like even with real estate, you know, it's like to you, obviously to use that as an example, you know, before maybe you were a little nervous because it was 1970 and you needed to call someone who knew this or you had to go find a book in the library. But it's like nowadays you just Google. 
like we were looking the other day, I found this, this piece of land. And if we were in a slightly different position, I would just want to buy it to hold it because I think it's going to go up in value. But it's in our favorite part of town, which is Reunion, Florida. We found it at a ridiculously low price. And we went and walked over there and did some yeah. research. And like, I want it so bad, but I don't just want to like have like a bill and own this land until we could like build something. It right. just seems like a waste of money because if it doesn't go up in a couple years, then you're just out like $10,000. So, but we were looking at all the specs and when I was talking with my dad, because I've been wanting to do a project with him and like, this is our next step is real estate investing. But I think where we can make a lot of money is that me, we, we've talked about this before, me and my dad can actually fix, fix these houses up, right. even build. And I told me and my dad were talking about potentially building a house, but he was like, there's so many regulations, you're going to need state license. So he goes, if you if we pay a contractor and a team to build the shell of a house, which is essentially, you know, just all the cement mm -hmm. and the and the flooring, the roofing, the windows, the doors, like the shell of a house, more like a fort with no walls, just like all the beams and, and even hiring a plumber, electrician and, and HVAC, like mm -hmm. the air conditioning ducts yeah. and all that. That will still cost a lot, but a fraction of what it would cost to do the whole drywall, the actual flooring, building out the yeah. kitchens, the bathrooms, the bedrooms, the ceiling fixtures, like the patio, the pool, the name it. So we could save a ton of money and it would be worth so much more after the actual build if we did the help. But my point to this is that I didn't have to call around and get someone on the phone. I just Googled how much does it cost to put up a shell of a house? Right. And what do people like and not like? What are the, like I got to read article after article after article of all the different pros and cons because there's people who do blogs and there's shell people who build shells yeah. as a company yeah. who promote why you should do that. Ooh. So I read this, but I didn't have to be nervous. I was able to do my research and I was able to learn the pricing and how much this would cost. And so I wrote down all the numbers. We looked at houses that are in the area and I was like, this could be massively profitable. It's just not quite the time, but I just wanna learn and just basically brush up on my abilities. Like I've laid hardwood floors before, I've done everything, but I wanna learn it again when I'm this like Focus. focused on yeah. really giving a crap about it, not just doing it because I was told to as a kid but to actually want to learn about the flooring, learn about the square footage, learn about how to put in you know, the sink properly and how to do all this. But yet again, you can do it on a YouTube video, but I want to do it with my dad, but we're going to make so much more money because like a third, if not half of the cost of building or repairing or flipping a house is on the actual contractors yeah. and hiring people. Yeah. So if you take that out, we're already going to be in profit mode. And if we could just start doing rental properties, you would also get to sell four or five extra houses a year yep. or at least be the buyer agent. And right. so we'd make 3% back. It's like a really cool it's business. Crazy. But my whole point is that these days, if you are starting something new, a clothing line, you're starting fitness, you're starting working out, you're starting to write a book or art, you have a resource of Google and YouTube to look up and learn how to cook, learn how to do anything. So you don't have to be as afraid of the unknowing because you have the answers at your fingertip. It's just yeah. working past the idea of being uncomfortable. But that's all you have to focus on now is just push back, push past the uncomfortableness and, and grow, but you don't have to worry about the lack of information because it's out there. You know what's unbelievable too, thinking about how everything is available online, my entire real estate schooling Everything was online. My course was online. I didn't go in person. And I also um, took my test online. So my entire real estate, uh, you know, 
prerequisite, if you will, was all completely online. Every single thing. Yeah, you can just learn and... It's just so crazy to me. So that being said, let's just do... Let's do one more one here. One more. Ooh. And then a side note, this is pretty interesting. I heard that Amazon, I think it was Amazon, is now paying people to be trained for certain like behind the scenes work. Like whether mm. it's like, I don't know what the jobs are. I have to look into it more, but that's something I want to look into for the next podcast. Okay. That companies might be paying people now to learn a new skill to work for the company rather than having to go out of house to learn a skill, not being paid, but paying for it. But now they're bringing you in, paying you for your time while wow. you learn the skill. So it's pretty they're interesting. They're so smart. They get it. Oh yeah. They're, yeah. They get it. Okay. This I like as a whole. All right. Never regret a day in your life. Good days give you happiness. Bad days give you experience. Worst days give you lessons. And best days give you memories. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I always think and like to say too, I'm grateful for the bad days because they make the good days that much sweeter. You can really appreciate a yeah. fabulous day because you've had the experience of the bad days in life. No one wants to have a bad day, but if no one had a bad day ever, how would you really be able to have that gratitude gratitude for every good day, every great moment? Yeah, life doesn't happen to you. It happens for, for you. you. Oh yeah, baby. It just helps because you're gonna have bad days. And it's and it's like when you when you start switching that that mindset around and just being like, Well, I'm 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 in this position to learn something and let me not shy away. Let me just dig into it. Yeah. Like what am I supposed to learn here in this yep. crappy moment? Um, is it patience? Is it, you know, something else? Do I need to pivot? Like what's going on? So yeah, no, I really like that. We should read more quotes throughout the I love our that. podcast. Leave people with a good vibe Ooh, at the end and maybe vibes, at the beginning or whatever. Good week, whatever's um, going on. But yeah, so let's uh let's hop off. We've got some uh errands to run. More I've got a house facial hunting. to go and, get. Oh yeah, oh, and your facial. Facial and then we're checking out one more property and area for my sister and brother in law. So it's quite interesting. Uh which is like a, very common these days of doing virtual tours. So, cause they're not here. So when they like an area or a potential house online, we're going there to kind of give them an idea because right. a, cause a picture can look good, but you don't know the area. Google maps helps or satellite where you can kind of see it. Yeah. But, um, so we're going around cause we really want them to find a great place, um, as family and as, as the realtor, of course. But um, but yeah, so we've been hopping around to different places, which is good for us because even if they don't like it, we're learning the area. Definitely. So a next client that comes and goes, have you ever been to Claremont? We're like, we know Claremont now very well. Mm -hmm. Where six months ago, we wouldn't have known. Very so true. there's certain areas. So yeah, we're gonna go run some errands. Um, but you're, we're already probably done with the errands by the time you watch this. But we like to just <laughs> fill you in on everything. So thank you so much. Yes. We're wishing you an amazing week and we will see you next Wednesday. Take care, everyone. <laughs>